Hello, 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 and welcome to ADHD Fest. If you are listening, Merry Christmas. I think you will be listening to this between Christmas and New Year. I'm recording it currently before Christmas because I know life is going to get crazy. I'm sorry if you can hear noise in the background today. I am recording in my brand new extension. If you want a little look, come over to Instagram and you can have a nose there. And it's gorgeous. It's got a great view, but it's pretty echoey because we haven't put any new furniture in here yet. And also there's big windows and I'm right next to a main road. So it is what it is. I'm going to try and edit that out, but just bear with me. So yes, you are listening to this between Christmas and New Year. I wanted to talk about the concept of knowing ourselves in the new year. It's that time of year where we make New Year's resolutions, where we say 2024 is going to be my year. This is it. I'm going to get my life together, particularly when you've got ADHD. I think we're so prone to this. We do this every night. Tomorrow, I'm going to get so much done. I'm going to get my life together. Life's going to be fantastic. So this concept of new year, new me, I want to change to new year, know me. Because once you know yourself, once you accept, I'm not going to change my life tomorrow, it's not all going to be perfect, then you can really actually start to improve your life in realistic ways. And that is the only way that we can grow and get better and make our lives more enjoyable and easier too. Just one more excuse to make before we start. I am a little bit croaky. I may have been on a bit of a Christmas night out last night and I don't drink anymore these days. And I had roughly four drinks. So yeah, I'm feeling the effects. Anyway, let's get on with it. When I'm talking about knowing ourselves, I'm going to stick to what I'm good at and want to know. And I'm just going to talk about knowing our ADHD, our ADHD type. Now you might be sitting here thinking, I know this Tara. I know all the ins and outs of my ADHD type, but keep listening anyway, because not only am I going to talk about the types, I'm going to talk about ways we could work on ourselves in the new year, knowing that we are this type. So I'm going to tell you all the ins and outs of each type. There's three different types, if you didn't know. And then we're going to talk about things to watch out for, things that might crop up that will hold us back in 2024. The first type is predominantly hyperactive, impulsive presentation. And apparently through my research, I found out this can be called ADHD PH or ADHD HI. Now I have been looking into ADHD for years at this point and I've never heard of those abbreviations, but you know, we learn, we learn something new every day. So this type is predominantly hyperactive and impulsive behaviors. And this is the traditional idea of ADHD. What we used to say was just naughty boys. And that is predominantly found in boys. Um, A lot of them are hyperactive, not all. I've definitely, even in my inbox, I've spoken to lots of men that are predominantly the other type, which I'll get onto in a minute. But this is the loud ADHD, if you will. This is the one where you can see it quite clearly that there's something going on because they display impulsive behaviors. They fidget a lot. They're very restless. They have a lot of difficulty staying seated. They can interrupt others talk excessively and act impulsively without considering the consequences and when I say that's what we think of as the traditional type like naughty boys that's exactly what I mean like the type back in the day we used to think oh they've got ADHD because they'd be like 
walking out of class or talking back or shouting out or generally what was seen way back when as naughty behavior that now we know is not naughty behavior at all. It's just a brain difference. And to be honest, the more I think about it, the more logical it is to me that this hierarchy we have in schools of, oh, don't shout out, don't do this, don't do that, is a little bit regime. It's a little bit strict. It's a little bit prison for me. I think it should be more collaborative. Obviously, we've got to have respect for teachers and there's got to be some sort of hierarchy, but the authoritarian thing just isn't for me. Anyway, I digress. So this personality type, again, it's not just restricted to boys. We know now there's lots of girls that are also hyperactive type. We just tend to mask it a little bit better. And also the hyperactivity can be more internal, like rushing thoughts all the time. This type, if we're looking forward to 2024 and you think you are this type, what ways is that displayed? Obviously you're an adult now, so it's not about shouting out in class, but are you quick to anger? Are you quick to interrupt your friends? Are you quick to impulsively spend? What are the, what ways does it affect you with a negative impact? That's what we're looking at. How does it negatively impact you? And then we're just going to casually think about the year ahead and try and spot those triggers for that behavior or those obstacles that might be coming up. Like, is there a big, I don't know, anniversary this year with you and your partner? And are you going to not plan ahead? And are you going to spend at the last minute a lot of money because you haven't thought about it and you don't know what to get and you just buy something impulsively or is it going to be the other way around where that date is coming up but you've not thought ahead for it and you've impulsively bought things up until then and now you've got no money to buy a present that you really would like to buy for your partner so that's what we're going to try and do is try and just think ahead to your year pause me now if you want to just get a little pen and paper. If you're driving in the car, obviously, just have a think about it. Or you can make a note by speaking to one of your devices. I'm not going to say any of their names. But if you want to say their name and ask them to take a note for you, they will note it down. And I just want you to just brain dump any events coming up over the year, any um, like dates. They could be sad dates where you're going to be grieving or any times where you're going to be required to sit in long boring meetings or you're going to be required to spend time with people that trigger you all those types of things and it doesn't have to be one-off stuff it can be every day so if you think back over the year that's just gone by what are the events that stick out to you that felt negative was there a dinner with a friend where you felt like you left and you just talked the whole time or did you fall out with someone what are those things that were negative and how can we work around ourselves we know we're going to do it again that is the acceptance part is you know that is adhd it's not your fault it's absolutely adhd but we also have to accept that even though it's not our fault we might not want to do that going forward and it doesn't mean you're going to stop yourself doing it it just means that you're aware that you do these things and you're just going to be really transparent if you fell out with a friend because of something you did because of your adhd were you transparent with that friend? Were you upfront and say, look, I'm really sorry. I've got ADHD and I tend to do this sometimes. It's not about you. It's really not personal. I really like you. Did you say upfront? And if you don't want to disclose your ADHD, do you need to overcompensate? If they think you don't like them because you never text back, 
do you tell them up front? You don't have to tell them you've got ADHD, but you can just be like, you're a really good friend and I really appreciate our friendship. And that's when you are with them, when you do remember to text back, do you make that effort? So that's our first type. And that's what you want to think about the year ahead and how you can avoid negative negative circumstances and the year just gone by where there were negative circumstances and how you could have played that a little bit differently. And I know we're focusing on the negative here, but the result is all going to be positive. The key is do not berate yourself for the negative things that have happened. They are what they are. It's in the past now, the negative things that might come up. You can't let yourself be drowned in shame and overwhelm and negative feelings. We've got to try and stay as neutral as possible. We know it's not us. We know it's the ADHD and we can't control it. So let's just put our focus on what we can control and go from there. And I want you to take that idea into the next type I'm going to go into. And this is the type that I've been diagnosed with. And that is predominantly inattentive presentation. So this can also be called ADHDPI or ADHDI. So individuals with this type primarily display symptoms of inattention. That basically means you're going to have trouble focusing, paying attention to details, following instructions, organizing tasks, and you're often going to seem forgetful or easily distracted. And that whole paragraph sums me up absolutely to a T. We all know how this works, especially if you're an attentive type. We know all too well that you struggle to focus. You're so distracted. You jump from task to task. You never get it finished and it's overwhelming and it leads to a lot of task paralysis, which is what I spoke about, not last week, the week before. If you want to go back to that, the ADHD paralysis and executive dysfunction, I did a deep dive on that if you want to know more. But if we're looking at 2024 and how we can improve our world, improve our lives with no judgment for that lack of focus and disorganization that's happened, let's look back first. Let's look back at the year that's just gone by, 2023. What negative impacts did you have that you can clearly see have come from those symptoms of your inattentive ADHD? Did you miss appointments? Did you miss a deadline? Did you lose a job? Did you lose friends because you missed out on things? Did you stress yourself out? Did you give yourself massive anxiety? Were you a people pleaser? Did you fail on most of your goals because of a lack of organization? And just reflect, and I've said this before in other podcasts, but Tony Robbins has a story that he tells about looking at a garden that's filled with weeds we don't want to see it worse than it is we don't want to see it like oh my god this is terrible I'm never going to be able to fix this garden I'm never going to pull out the weeds that's how I want you to not look back on your year like that like oh my god it's so bad I'm never going to get rid of this ADHD which you're not you're not going to cure ADHD but we can improve on it we 100% can so we're not going to see it worse than it is we're just going to see it exactly as it is And the other part of what Tony Robbins says is we're also not going to see it better than it is. We're not going to kid ourselves and we're not going to look at that garden and go, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, because the weeds are there. And that is the acceptance. We need to look at what is and then we need to look at what we can do, what we can control around that. So we don't want to look at ourselves and be like, I can be so organized and I don't basically acting like you haven't got inattentive ADHD. 
got to look at it as it is. There are problems with focus, with organization. Okay, so when you're looking back at that year and you're looking at the negative things, what specifically did you really struggle with? In what area? Because for me, I never struggle with being late, really. Touch wood. I'm very rarely late. I have very bad time blindness. But because of that, I have overcompensated over the years. And nine times out of ten, I will end up early somewhere if it's an important um, appointment or something. I don't often forget appointments either because I know how forgetful I am. I know exactly who I am. And I have put in place so many strategies to make sure I do not miss an appointment. So I don't struggle in that. But when I look back at my year, I struggle a lot with missing birthdays. People, friends' birthdays, I struggle a lot with answering text messages, remembering to answer text messages. I struggle a lot work-wise with getting motivated because of task paralysis and doing things back to front and not getting much traction. So, okay, so they're the negative things that I personally am really struggling with. I want you to look back and see what you're struggling with. And remember, you can use your devices for this. You can, if you're driving, you can just think it in your mind or you can write it down. And then I want you to look at the year ahead, any big events that are coming up that are really important. Like I've got my brother's 30th, I've got his missus 30th. We've got a lot of stuff going on next year that I do not want to forget and I want to be prepared for. I don't want to be stressed about it last minute. And because I know I struggle with those things, we're going to think about it right now and I'm going to plan ahead and put some things in place. What are the things that you've got coming up in the next year that you could possibly struggle with because of your ADHD symptoms and what ideas have you got that you could put in place to help you? So for example, with my brother's 30th, I could put a reminder in my calendar right now, an alarm to go off two months before that says, start thinking about a present for Marcus, my brother. Then I could put another alarm in my phone a month before. Now is the time to buy that present for Marcus. What plans have you made for his 30th? I'm just spitballing here, by the way. I might do this a little bit differently. But then on top of that, I might also say to Pete, my husband, can you put a reminder in your phone, please? A couple of days after that reminder in my phone so that when it goes off, you're on my back about it as well. And can you see how I know I'm not relying on myself. I'm not thinking, well, it's really important. And I know I'm going to remember because it's so important to me. And there's no way I'm going to forget that. I'm not lying to myself. I will forget it. So it's just putting things in place to compensate for that. And now we're going to move on to the third and final type. And that is drum roll combined type. So a bit of a trick there because we've already covered both the types, but there is the third and final type is combined presentation or ADHD C. And this is the most common subtype. So most people with ADHD have combined presentation and it involves a combination of both inattentive and hyperactive impulsive symptoms and individuals with that presentation exhibit both sets of symptoms, which must be so hard. As I say, I am diagnosed only with inattentive, but I do think I have the interactive, interactive, <laughs> the hyperactive side internally, but I don't have that external rep representation. I did when I was younger, when I was a child in school, I had very hyperactive outgoing personality and it just kind of dropped off. And apparently my psychiatrist said to me, 
that happens a lot in puberty, particularly with girls, the hyperactivity will drop off and you're just left with the inattentive type. But I think actually it's still there, the hyperactive side, it's just more hidden. And I did want to make this point quickly before we talk about the combined type. A lot of people say the inattentive type is the milder type. And I don't believe that. I think they're equal. It's just hyperactive type. It's more obvious so people can see it. And I think in a way, although that is harder for the individual that is hyperactive because you can't hide it. So it just is what it is. You're speaking out, you're fidgeting. It's a, it, it's a real big struggle, even though that is a problem for you personally. On some level, it might get a little bit more acceptance because they can see. They can see. And when you explain, I've got ADHD, they can see it. Whereas with inattentive type, people can't see and they assume you're fine. And when you tell them, oh, I've got ADHD, I tend to find sometimes people look at me like they don't believe me because it's not loud. It's not fidgeting. So I think there's pros and cons to both. But having combined obviously is very difficult because you both inattentive so you have all those struggles of forgetting things you feel like you're letting people down but you're also hyperactive so when you are with people you're fidgeting you're jumping in or you're impulsive with money and things like that so this is a very hard type to deal with and if you're struggling with that it is hard and it's valid that you are struggling but it doesn't mean that you can't too overcome these things it just means we've got to give it a little bit more thought so you could go back to the start of the podcast and listen to both types and take those tips but I think what we should do individually for you is think ahead first again so we're going to think ahead to things coming up we're not only going to think about the negative impacts we're going to think about the things you are excited about and if you're one of the other types and you're not combined you can do this too We're going to think about the things we're excited about coming up and we're going to write down all of those things that we're excited and happy about. Then we're going to look back over the last year and we're going to think about, write down, take notes, have one of your devices take notes about all the things that went right this year, all the things that were fun. What are the times? And they can be small or they can be big. They don't need to be huge achievements. They could be a nice meal with a friend. They could be the time you did a face paint for your child. I know I did a fair few good face paints this year. Um, They can be whatever you like, ways that your strengths have shown through because it does come, ADHD does come with a multitude of strengths for all the symptoms we have that we have to struggle through. There are the glimmers of strengths in there as well and we want to celebrate those. So let's look at all those good things. Once you've got them written down or in your head, just see, is there a pattern between these? Is there something that can string all of these together? What was good about them? Was it connection? Was it creativity? What was it? And once you've got that thread, think now about the negative things that could go on through your impulsivity, through your hyperactivity, through your inattentiveness. Once we accept the things that have been negatively impacted, how can we weave a bit of our strengths into it? How can we take that creativity that we've so enjoyed and are going to enjoy and really amplify that throughout the year? So I still want you to do all the tips from the start of the podcast where we talk about setting reminders for ourselves or, you know, just thinking ahead to those events and trying to work out ways to stop our 
not stop ourselves, but ways to overcompensate for maybe some of the ADHD symptoms that we know are going to thwart us. They're going to be obstacles in our way. And we're going to try and weave some creativity into it as well. So let's use my brother's birthday again, for example. I know I'm very bad at dates. I'm very bad at leaving things to the last minute. I'm very bad at forgetting things like that. So let's say I've looked back at all the fun things and my two main patterns that I can see is connection and creativity. So now I'm going to try and weave that into my brother's 30th. So I'm thinking, okay, just off the top of my head for his 30th, if connection is one of my favorite things to do, maybe I need to book something for just me and him to do. Maybe I need to take him to something fun. And seeing as creativity is one of the things that I found joy in as well. Why don't I book something creative for he and I to do? And that would be a great idea. And I wouldn't have even given that any thought whatsoever if I hadn't have consciously had this focus and made the intention to know my own flaws, know my own strengths and look ahead to the new year and use them to my advantage. And I hope that you can do the same too. If you need to listen to the podcast again, please do. It's 20 minutes long, but don't forget you can always set the speed to faster. So you can put me on 1.5 or 2 if you can listen that fast. But I hope this has helped. I'm wishing you a wonderful 2024. I know it's not New Year yet, but it will be in a few days. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review, leave me comments. Please share the podcast with your friends if you think they would find it helpful. I've got all my links down below for my socials. If you signed up for my newsletter, you will get reminders for this. And yeah, just check it out and happy 2024. See you all in the new year. Bye.